Guys, welcome to Minefields. As you know, we're shooting from the hip. Working with uh, New Era Wrestling. We had a big-ass show coming up on the 18th. We had a short list of all the awesome people we need to get on the show that haven't been on the show yet. Mr. Damian Payne was at the top of it. What's up, brother? Oh, nothing much. How you, how's life treating you, man? Life has been treating me really well, man. I got an early uh, bonus today and uh, bought a lot of comic books and uh, action nice. figures today. I appreciate you asking. Uh, we've, we've got New Era coming up, man. Like, tell us how you're involved. Well, I've been in, I've been involved with New Era since day one. Really, I got the call. They invited me to come out and, and and do my thing, and I said, "Hell yeah, let's do it." Um, and I've been with them ever since. Um, haven't wrestled in a year, Ooh. so I am a little bit nervous. Um, just to let you know, I am the oldest and probably smallest guy on the roster. So I end up having to fight twice as hard. So ever since, you know, we got the call that New Era is coming back, I've been doing nothing but working on cardio and doing my 12-ounce and 40-ounce curls um, and just getting ready. Um, but in the meantime, while I was off for that whole year, I've been taking up Kimpo Karate with 5280 Karate. Nice. Um, you know, just to stay active, you know, because you never, you don't want cobwebs on the joints, man. That sucks. No, not at all, man. Now, uh, yeah. help me out here. So, do you just wrestle exclusively for New Era? Yes. Yeah. So, once it was over, well, not over, it was just, you know, the, the brakes got put on it. Like, you just, you went straight into karate and just went to kick some ass. Um. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't doing it thinking I was going to be some type of, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme or anything like that. I'm just, like I said, keep the joints moving. Um, and plus, you know what? I like to learn. I am not a book learner. If you put a book in front of me, I'm done. I'm more of a physical, hands-on type of guy. And and so every time I get the opportunity to learn something new that I can actually physically do, put my hands on and participate in, I'm all about it. You just made me think of one of my favorite promos ever was when uh, back when New Day first showed up and uh, they were feuding with primetime players and they said New Day can't read. I almost pissed myself laughing. I assume you can. La- I assume you can read. <laughs> um, yes, but I don't know who New Day or those other people are. I'm just teasing you, brother. It's old school. It's well, not I guess kind of old school now. Back when WWE was good, back in 2015, the last time it was good. What products do you keep up with, man? Uh, you know what? The only wrestling product that I've watched was Lucha Underground. Um, I hated um, I hated WWE with a passion. I just, I'm done with it. I refuse. They're blacklisted for me. Um, I don't like uh, uh, T. I didn't like TNA. Um, and the other one that's out there. AEW? Um, AEW. I'm, I'm just not a fan. Um, because, not because they're a bad brand, not because they're a bad product, not because they're just sloppy wrestling. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about this. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Um, I am a product of when wrestling captured the imagination. When you actually had characters that were bigger than life you know that compared to comic book characters almost where you had the undertaker where you had the irs 
um, where you had the Repo Man, where you had the Boogeyman. You had actual characters that grabbed your attention. Um, that's what I liked, and that's what drew me into wrestling, where you had the Ultimate Warriors and the Macho Mans and things of that nature. Actual characters. I don't want to see a John Smith fight or wrestle. If I want to see John Smith wrestle, I'd go watch in, uh, in MMA or, 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 or Sambo wrestling or something like that. You know, I want to be entertained by characters. I want to feel like I'm watching a living comic book. Um, and, and, and now that that's all gone, you know, yeah, I'm, it's meh, I'm, I'm done. I, it's not grabbing my attention. It's not holding me. Now that is a legitimate argument. A hundred percent. I have not met one person since AEW came out that had anything the least bit non pro AEW. I'm not saying you're being negative. I'm not in the least bit. It's just not your back. Now, a uh, right. couple of things. I'm going to have a gift for you next time I see you. Okay. Uh, yesterday, my homeboy wakes me up at, like, fucking 5 in the morning. Answer the phone. I think, like, what? Like, he got kicked out by his old lady. He, no. Tubi. It's it's one of the apps on PlayStation. And you can get it on okay. here. All of the Lucha Undergrounds are on there. for fucking free. Yes. Every single one of them. And I was like, wait, 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 like, completely woke up. Hold on a second. Maybe I can figure out a way to download them. Because I have I have every single AEW, every single Impact for the past, like, three years, every single uh, New Japan, all on different hard drives that I have, like, specifically sanctioned for each Fed to put into my uh, PlayStation so I can watch the product. I, I found a way to bootleg them. Nice. I found, nice. I found a way to download them. I am I am three quarters of the way through season one. And we're talking HDMI like fucking four K S rips no. of Lucha Underground and no. they're on my fucking PlayStation and I will have if you have a uh, external drive are you, are you Xbox or Playstation? PS four, I'm a PlayStation. Oh, oh even better. All right, so if you can, if you have a hard drive to put this onto, and minefielders, I just want to let you know this. So the product is expensive. I mean, there's a lot of shit out there. Like basically, the the ones I follow are Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, AAW, and every now and then I'll catch NXT. But uh, if you go to Lime Torrents, they're they're minutes after the show is over. You can download them if you put them on a hard drive. And that'll plug into your, your PlayStation. It's got to be formatted ms.fat. And I'm going to say it one more time, ms.fat. It, it'll, it's one of the few options you have when you format a hard drive. Right. And then you make, a, you make a file that just says video. Video, not videos, not plural. Specifically okay. video. You put any fucking file you want in there, and there, it'll show up on your media player. It takes a couple minutes to load, like, uh, when you first, like, it's just loading the hard drive. Uh-huh. So if you have one of those, by the time I see you, I will have all four seasons of Lucha Underground, with, and I'll have my computer on me, trust me, because I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm one of the executive producers of New Era now. Uh, just right. bring that bitch, and I will make sure it is uploading, and you will have all the Lucha Underground as a, just a, a, a show of gratitude for being on the show. Like we were talking earlier, Tony pushed over in a big ass way. So, oh, good. Come on. 
Let's, all right. Let's get you some lucha. Um, Deal. I'm all about it. Lucha. I was watching WB, and I'm and I'm, I'm not trying to dominate the conversation because this is all about you. But I'm I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. Watching WB, loving the chicken shit, uh, 2015 chicken shit, uh, Seth Rollins, champion, good shit. Kevin Owens shows up. I'm I'm, I'm in heaven. I keep seeing all these Bullet Club shirts, but then I keep seeing these Lucha Underground shirts, and I'm like, okay, let me let me find out what that is. It's on uh, El Rey, and I find it, and I'm Mexican. Um, I don't have like. Anyone I can really look up to that, that's like someone that's brown that, you know, I'm like, he's my color. But Lucha was. <laughs> Lucha was. Oh. Well, well, once again, like I said, with Lucha Underground, man, they captured my attention. It was like watching a video, watching, <laughs> you know, a, a live action comic book. You know, you had my, you know what, and honestly, and, and when you get to season three, um, I don't know. The wrestler's real name, but he, he, you know, he's like this six foot nine luchador wearing a reptile mask, and they called him Luchasaurus. Oh my god! And he was he was brought in midway in season two, let's say. Mm-hmm. Then by season three, you just saw his development just grow. I mean, just his abilities as a six foot nine. If that's his real height, person, right? You know, not just lumbering around big like the average big man is. You know, like slow, not able to keep up. Right, he's this lumber, agile, uh, you know, agile wrestler, and he he would just he would perform to the point where I dared not to blink. I'm squirting myself in the eyes with a squirt bottle because I didn't want to <laughs> You know? Yeah, and then, you, got, you got your old lady. Baby, hit me. <laughs> you know? and, and that brought the childhood back out of me. You know, my appreciation for wrestling. I remember when I met the Mac uh, in, in a show. And I pulled him to the side. I shook his hand. And I said, hey, thank you for saving wrestling. And he goes, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. And I told him the same exact things that I'm telling you. And he goes, man, okay, well, you're welcome, I guess. You know, I mean, he didn't really get it, but, you know, it's, that's how I felt. When the, when I first saw the Mac, uh, I went and bought a bunch of, uh, I ordered them off of uh, Amazon, but a four-pack of uh, Black Power Fist Afro Picks. <laughs> Uh-huh. I got I got <laughs> I have super long hair and I got I got to have a long ass like it fits in the back I'm Mexican so I got to have that back there but I I I I marked out so much for the Mac I had to have uh, he didn't have the black bar this one but I had to have it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, I I had to have it. Um what how did you find Lucha Underground? Um you know what I don't even remember it was purely by accident. Um, I think I was channel surfing, and I saw Lucha Underground. And I was just like, Underground? Lucha? Okay, let's check it out. I'll give you five minutes to wow me. <laughs> you know, just being that guy. And all 30 sudden, seconds later. <laughs> I'm in full blast, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even remember what I was watching it on. No, I remember. It was the El Rey Network on... Yes, 
Cosmos Cable. Is there? Duval. Yeah, that's what I remember now. I was just channel surfing that came across it. So it, uh, I, f- I found it when uh, Stone Cold was interviewing Vampiro on a two-parter, and I am the biggest Vampiro mark. Uh-huh. And he's talking about this new show. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And uh, that's the shirts I keep seeing. And then uh, tune in, and it just so happened I get the uh, Maestro versus uh, Pentagon Junior. And uh, uh-huh. I was like, I was at my mom's house, and uh, she was she was chilling watching TV with me because I'd go over for like an enchilada or something like that or something like that. And uh, she's like, "This is a novella," and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a novella! Uh, that's a, a Mexican soap opera. This is it, it's compl- like all of a sudden just zoomed in like like." It, like the over dramatic lighting, the ridiculous stories that just they just pulled off. I mean, like Sexy Star got raped and almost killed by fucking Marty the Moth, and what? that was a story. <laughs> and, and, and the whole time, Willie Max like, "Yo, bro, we got you." Like uh, Max like protecting her, and Max getting his ass whooped, and she shows up and fucking throws down. Like. What? I can't remember last. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a six month build. It was. It was a couple of weeks in it. It, it was. Uh, I mean, like, kiss me on the mouth where you take me to dinner. You know, before you take me to dinner first. <laughs> um, who are your favorite guys in Lucha? If you don't mind me asking. Oh my god. Okay, let's see here. Um, uh, you're gonna have to excuse me because pulling up names. I, now I'll, I'll tell you what my favorite feud was. Was two? God damn, I can't remember anybody's name. Um, the two military guys, the two black guys, Killshot and um, Killshot and uh, his his the duty left the behind the the duty left behind. Um, I, man, I can't remember. Hold on, Mil was my favorite too. Oh. I was a big fan of Mil Mortez. Um, a thousand deaths. Yes. Um, and then the guy that played the uh, main manager's brother when they brought that character out—that was kind of entertaining. Dario Cueto's brother, or you mean his dad? No, it was his brother. He was locked up in a cell. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, I'm backstage at Rocky Mountain Pro last August. Uh, not no. this one, one beforehand, and Morty the Moth is there, and. Uh, I get him on camera, we do a quick little interview and stuff, and uh, we're, we're at Gorilla, and just chilling, watching what's going on, because it was Milestone, the first time they, they, like, their first show post-COVID, or during COVID, actually. And uh, we start talking about Lucha Underground haphazardly, and uh, he, he brings up Jeff Cobb, who is Matanza, uh, Ring Honor, uh, he's showed up a couple times in uh, AEW. And I was like, mm-hmm. do you know what Matanza means? And he's like, no. I thought it was just a really cool name. I mean, because he looks like Bane, right? He's like he's like Bane, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like Busher. Right. Yes. A Matanza, I'm Mexican, like I said earlier, and I'm brown and proud. Um, a Matanza is when your uncles wake you up at five in the morning, and they take you to a farm, and you pick a pig, and they make, mm-hmm. and they make you put a bullet between its eyes. And that's what they call him on Tonga. Um, that's not the whole story yet. 
they okay. Make, they like okay. So I remember, I I, I never got the chance because we we lived all over. But I was there when my cousin Stephen was picked to put the pick the pig. He missed, shot it in the eye, and uh, this thing's running around squealing. And my my uncle, my uncle Tito, grabbed the gun without even hesitating. Bop right between the eyes. You take yeah. you take the pig to uh, grandma or grandpa's house and your entire family. It beca- like you butcher the pig. Like you, you 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 throw all this hot boiling water on it to sear the hair. Then you shave what's left and then. You dissect it, and then my dad, who's a crazy asshole, cuts the head off and puts it on a stick in a tree. And then they, they and then when you have all the pieces of the pig, um, there's different stations around the yard. So you take all the skin off, and someone slices them in little chunks, and then you put them in this giant like uh, like cast iron cauldron, and um, you make the chicharrones, the, the 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 pork rinds, and then you take the legs here. I mean, everyone has their own thing, and everyone's drinking. And uh, the chicharrones stand is the best one, like the the most popular stand all day because everyone salt the, you, know, the, you you boil you boil them in the in the oil, and then put them on the on the slab, and everyone's just snacking all day. It's a pig slaughter. Okay. But tanza means pig slaughter, and. You're making me pop right now, man. Jesus, <laughs> I, 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 I've only downloaded them. Uh, I haven't rewatched them, but uh, so that was Jeff Cobb. All right, and okay. Matanza. That was his name. He comes out like he, like Dario pulled out that giant like like uh, panther statue that they beat their dad to death with or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, other other favorites. Um, golly, uh, Chris Puma. A.K.A. Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, he, he was so much fun. He was fun to watch. Um, honestly, oh, yeah. I, I Man, I enjoyed everybody. I can't say. I I think if if I had a least favorite, I would probably say it was when Chavo Jr. was on there. Um, bold statement. Yeah, because... It kind of seemed like it brought down the production just a little bit. We're not allowed to hate on anything Chavo. No, no, <laughs> man. Believe me, I, I'm a big Guerrero family fan. It's just that um, you don't put um, German Shepherds in with pit bulls. No, Granted, both of them are great dogs. They both have their skill sets. It's just that one's going to behave different than the other. It's like, to me, the difference is watching the NFL versus college football. Like, I love watching college football because there's a lot more heart involved. There's a lot more get-up-and-go involved. And that's what Lucha Underground was to me. And then Chavo Jr., you know, he was already on the high horse, you know, being with WWE and and, and, and things nature. And then when you, you know, when you come to Lucha Underground, it's, it's like... He was trying to keep up with them. As opposed to being his own person. Yes. All right, now, so. don't get me wrong. It's not, I'm not saying he did a craptacular job or anything, because he didn't. Let me, let, let's, let's be real. He didn't do a bad job at all. It's just that it, it just seemed to me, me personally, believe me, this is just an opinion. doesn't mean anything. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one, and they all stink. Uh, but just to me, it seemed like he didn't fit there. 
Man, the same thing. I'm gonna say thing, the same thing with Rey Mysterio when he went to Lucha Underground. I was not happy with Rey Rey being there. I, 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 no, no. I was just like, go away, dude. You're too big. This. Too big. Yeah, go away. You're you're not. You're ruining this for me. Go away. Too big. Rey is a wonderful, wonderful athlete. Wonderful, wonderful wrestler. But that wasn't him. That wasn't for him. Bull in a china shop. Didn't, don't you don't belong here, man? Like I mean, I know you're brown. I know you're over, and these these are your boys. But like, uh, I, I want nothing to do with big names here. The whole awesomeness. One of the best parts about it was the fact that it was all these people we barely knew. Exactly, and that made it great. Except for you know what though, the exception to the rule, you know, and I'm going to contradict myself. Do John it. Morrison. John Morrison. He belonged there. Oh, him and Taya. Mm, mm, mm. Man, I thought John Morrison was the secret sauce. He was the Big Mac secret sauce of Lucha Underground. Um, What a look. As much as I didn't like Chavo and Rey Mysterio being there, I loved John Morrison being there. I loved him being there. Uh, I loved Cage. And I'm gonna. I don't approve of what he's done, but I was a big Joey Ryan fan. I, and I was like, if I ever get fired from Fed, I'm gonna show up in my Joey Ryan shirt. I'm not allowed to wear it anymore. Um, Joey Ryan, uh, Cage, Sexy Star. I even like Delta Hano with this fucking uh, uh, pre Hangman fucking noose. Uh, uh-huh. What else, man? Uh, Dark. Actually, I have to say my favorite character out of the entire entire thing was Dario Cueto. Sure. Oh yeah, he was just that guy you love to hate. He was always, but yet you knew it for. <laughs> he was always drinking whiskey, betraying people. Uh, the, the nunchuck match, the weapons of mass destruction match with Killshot and uh, Marty the Moth. Uh, yeah. Drago, Pentagon, Phoenix. Um, who else is there? Um, Jesus Christ, man! And, and it, it, it was exactly that. Like I, I would go to my mom's house and you know, like get off work late, and mom's always up, want some beans and some chili and shit, and uh, put on some lucha. She shouldn't chill with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, that lucha, but like this, I wish. Wish, 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 wish. It would have just kept going. You know? I, I, I really wish it just would have kept going. It was pretty because shameful how it ended. Yeah, you know... Yes, I don't know. It's whatever. You just got to take your victories where you can. I got I got three seasons out of it. Yay. Actually, you got four now that you got me as a friend. There you go. See? I'm with it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Do you have a yeah, yeah? Just just find any like even if it's just a uh, like it doesn't have to be one of those big ass hard drives as long as it, I, I think so far I filled up uh, three gigs from most of season one so as long as it's got at least twenty gigs which you can probably get at Walgreens for like ten bucks uh-huh. I will have all the loot in the ground for you. Right, so I know I have a ten gig one just sitting around the house that hasn't been used. Find it. Okay. Find no, it. I know it is. We'll, so. we'll be backstage. Like here's the new tune. Uh, the uh, 
the uh, Home Alone 2. Here you go, Mr. McAllister, your very own <laughs> cheese pizza. What's up, Mr. Damian Payne? I'm going to be in the bed with my robe, with my slippers. <laughs> See, my, my go-to snack is, is, a, is a mug full of just frosted Cheerios and a beer. I really like you. Like earlier, I, I you said something. I realized why why Tony likes you because he's the biggest dickhead I've ever met in my life, um, and he and he knows it. When you said heart, uh huh, it's all about heart. Like that's when him and I connected. Uh, and the first time I interviewed him, and then next time we know, like we're hanging out, and he's on the show. Um, we we were talking about the replacements. You ever watch the movie The Replacements? Oh man, it's such a long time ago. I don't remember, but yeah, I've seen it. The whole point of that movie was like, well, how can we win? We need heart, and that's what New Era has for us. Uh huh. That's tell me about the gimmick, man. Like uh, I was watching some of the the matches I've seen online. Like, uh, tell me about the gimmick. Tell, well, tell us about the gimmick. All right. Well, War Dog. Um, I so I spent two years in Iraq. Uh, and uh, my call, the the call sign in the unit I was with was War Dog One. You know that was at least the truck that I was in was War Dog One, and then you know I got War Dog Two. I was a Ford Observer Scout, um, and basically what that is is that we were attached to field artillery, and we would go out with them and use these LRAS systems, which were million multi million dollar binoculars that were mounted on a Humvee. We go out, keep eyes on target. Get a 10 digit grade coordinate on it and radio back to fill artillery and sit back and watch it go boom. Right? So, War Dog 1 was the, the, the truck that I was in, and I just kind of kept that name when I came back to wrestling. Um, now, War Dog will, uh, versus War Dog Damian Payne versus the person you're talking to, Damian Payne, is the. Is, is the inner hyper child of what of Damian Payne. I mean, and there's very, very few differences between us. Like when War Dog comes out, you know, you get the hard death metal playing, you get the mosh pit, then you get wrestling. Where me personally, Damian Payne, I wake up every day to Cannibal Corpse or DSI to Immolation or whatever. That's oh my god, up. I really like you even more now. <laughs> <laughs> more my alarm clock. You know, I brush my teeth listening to Diamond You know, I, that's how I get my day started, you know. And then I got this big 600-watt stereo system on my motorcycle, so it's just a rolling boombox. So I'm riding to work, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning, blaring Vivaldania or whoever out there. Do you have a sister that likes all the same stuff? Ask, no, I'm an only child. I, I'm asking for a friend. Definitely oh. not me. <laughs> nope, it's just me. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, now, now in my real life, you know, my nine to five is that I'm a corrections officer in a multi-level prison. And so I can't go out and mosh pit with inmates. Yeah, that's a massive no-no. <laughs> so that's probably where the difference between War Dog Damian Payne and Damian Payne is uh, I'll mosh pit with the fans. If you're there, you're getting involved, whether if you like it or not. If you're not in the mosh pit, I'll come to you. I'll shake your hand. I'll, st- st- I'll stand you up and we'll start headbanging. It's whatever. Where, you know, Damian Payne, you know, that's kind of socially unacceptable. <laughs> you know, I can't go to the McDonald's drive-thru, c- grab the teller, and just start headbanging with them. You know, it's just... Yeah. But... 
But uh, yeah, War Dog is a very fine line between Damian Payne. It's just he's my more hyper active alter ego. We're both fighters. We both don't like to give up. We are both just, if something needs to get done, we are going to get it done hook or crook. It's just going to happen. That's just the military mentality of us. We got to be technically and tactically proficient at what we do, when we do it, and how we do it. My, uh, I had an opportunity to tour with Soulfly this month. Okay. I turned it down because uh, wrestling is my business and uh, all the other good stuff uh, that Tony and I do. Uh, but mm-hmm. my but the reason why was my buddy, his band Suicide Puppets, is touring with Soulfly. We were going to do a mini documentary like we do with uh, Minefields we, when we go on the road. And, right. um, well, when I was at the other Fed, every time someone didn't have a song that wasn't copyrighted, uh-huh. I just pick a Suicide Puppet song. Okay. Well, talking to Jeff, we got to have everyone have their own original music or a local band that'll let's use it. That way YouTube doesn't flag it and we can't monetize it or, or even show it. All right. If you don't have your own original music, I have a bunch of music from a band that is currently right now touring with Soulfly. Hand-picked by Soulfly. And to put it in perspective, I used to work for Ant Magazine, Hells and Horns, that sort of thing. I used, I've interviewed... Um, I'm not... I'm not. This isn't a pissing match, but I've, I've interviewed uh, Demi Bourger, I've interviewed uh, Lamb of God, Devil Driver. Uh, I'm a metalhead through and through. I, when I was working at Hot Topic back in 2001... Uh, before I started working there, I got the uh, First Century Media uh, compilation where we, okay. got, where we got all the good shit. You know, a little good Metal Blade. Like, there was a Metal Blade one, too. And uh, that was when, like, Atreyu and um, My Chemical Romance and all those stupid-ass, like, emo, not really metal, but, yeah. That emo radio rock. Yeah, like, couldn't, couldn't do it. And, um... If you don't have a song, I've got one for you. I've got it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you pick. Um, okay. The other thing is, uh, tell me more about your metal taste, man. Like, uh, uh, you're, you're really smoking the same pipe I'm smoking. Um, what, are, what are your bands? Um, well, right now, uh, like I said, Vivaldonia is on my top list. Then Extermination, Dismemberment. Which is my entry song that I'm using right now, if anybody wants to look them up. Extermination, Dismemberment, the name of the song is called Omnivore. Nice. Um, now, before um, uh, the COVID shut things down, uh, I was using Vivaldi Mia, Flesh Taylor. Um, those two right there are my favorite songs on top of the list. But then, you know, like I said, uh, you can't ever forget about Dying Fetus. Um, Dying no. Fetus is corpse. Those were the two that brought me into the genre because it was. Now you gotta, you gotta remember. First of all, seeing a, a, a black man into death metal, you know, it's kind of like finding a unicorn and yeah, a pot of gold. Yeah, you're, you're not just the, the the like. What do we got? Like kill switch engage, and that's it. Well, you no, know, kill switch engage. You got um, Oceano. Oh, Oceano. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, suffocation. Um. 
I think one of their guitarists is black, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe one of their ex-guitarists may have been black. I don't know. You know how bands go through people, right? Um, so I was born and raised you know, in Washington, D.C., and I wasn't the type of person that, you know, wore my pants around my knees and played basketball, hung out on a corner all day. I played lacrosse all my life. I played guitar, and I listened to metal because I thought the only thing rap was missing was the C in front of it. It just was not speaking to me at all. I just was not into the rap phase at all. Is that a thing that, and is that honestly a thing that if you're black, you have to like rap? You know, and, and see, and the, the thing that got me suspended from school so many times, and yes, it took me five and a half years to get out of high school because I spent more time suspended than I did in the school, is because in Washington, D.C., predominantly black area, if if you didn't do what everybody did, the catchphrase is, oh, you just want to be white. And I didn't, as soon as they finished that sentence, I just popped them in the mouth. Metal, because is, I, metal has I, never I, been about color. No, but, you know, just there's trifling people out there in the world, and unfortunately they outnumber decent people. Period, point blank. You can't argue that. Trifling people, ignorant people, assholes outnumber decent people. Man, I brought, so, I brought the wrong guy to Chain Reaction Records in Denver the other day. Have you been to Chain Reactions yet? No, I haven't. It's an exclusive metal and punk rock record store. Okay. We're going to go there. I'm going to take you there. We're going to film it. We're going to spend some money. But continue your story. So, yeah, and, and like I said, I spent more time... Um, Suspended because of that, because I just never accepted the fact that, oh, you know, you just want to be white because you listen to rock and roll. Oh, you want to be white because you play the guitar. Oh, you want to be white because you play lacrosse and not basketball. Oh, you want to be white because you actually talk proper and 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 you're not walking around calling everybody your grandmother nigga. Hey, what's up, my nigga, 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 nigga? I don't use that, and I don't accept people talking to me like that. There's probably, if I know a hundred people, there's only three people in my life that I will. We mildly accept that from. You know, I was not raised like that. It's an ugly word. Yeah, it, it is, and I wasn't raised like that. So that's why I never got into rap. Um, um, and that's why I had a real hard time. Your microphone's cutting out. Your microphone's cutting out, brother. Uh, unplug it and replug it. How's that? Way better. All right. So, so you, high school. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I got out of high school, which I got my diploma out of summer school, like I said, five and a half years, I went straight from the school to a recruiter to basic training because I just had to get out of there. It was just not my. It was just not my scene and. That and well, it was that and the laundry list of problems that you know my best friend get shot <laughs> right when I was only standing six feet away from him, and I had to run home with brain matter on the back of my shirt. You know, God bless yeah, you. So, God bless yeah, you and your friend. It was, a, it was a combination of things I had to get out of DC. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm a metalhead through and through. Actually, that's a lie. I listen to death metal, oldies, funk, and jazz. But my first love is death metal. 
I had a lot of... I grew up in the military. Uh, my dad was Air Force, like, since he joined the military when I was two and a half. And, uh... Uh-huh. We moved to uh, Montgomery, Alabama. And everyone thought I was white, because I'm, I'm... I only figured this out, like, ten years ago. I didn't know that I was the high yellow Mexican. I'm Mexican enough that they don't want to hurt me, but I'm not Mexican enough to be... Because I'm 6'3", I'm big, um... I didn't understand that there... I didn't know that there's a, a, a racial division between, like, dudes that look like Sinbad and dudes that look like fucking Wesley Snipes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> and, and there's the same thing with Mexican guys that enunciate and, uh, you know, have more than ten bucks in their fucking account. And um, I, I've always... I got shit from people because, uh, since I was a kid... Uh, especially when I moved to Montgomery, when I was when we moved to Montgomery, I think it was like uh, it was uh, fourth grade. All my friends are mm-hmm. black. All my friends are black or Filipino, and uh, right. to this day, like, I, dude, I'm goth. I've always been goth. Long hair, makeup, you name it. Right. Not one black person has ever called me a faggot. Not one. Now, right. now, y'all look at me cross-eyed for a second until you realize I'm on the level, but not one person, <laughs> not one person, not one black person in my whole life has ever discriminated against me, ever called me a faggot like everyone else always does. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to give you a hug. A black metalhead guy, Mexican goth guy, let's, let's share some fucking metal. I've got some Chelsea Wolf records i got to loan you, uh, because Chelsea Wolf is the slow jam of fucking metal. And if you don't know who Chelsea is, huh. ain't she? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. She is the no. slow jam of metal. <laughs> like, that is a get a god Man, I, I thought, I honestly thought I was the only one <laughs> that heard of her. Oh my god, dude, the, like, one of the biggest regrets of my life was, uh, after a breakup, I, la- I left all my special edition Chelsea Wolf like, special edition first cut, my abyss was the clear one, uh, I lost it in a divorce, god damn it. Uh, uh, god damn it. Ugly, 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 ugly. But, yeah, but, I'm gonna say it right now, Chelsea Wolf is the slow jam. Of metal. And yes. And you're listening to 104K BNR. We got Mr. Damien Payne. Call us in with your love query questions. <laughs> <laughs> now, as, as we're winding down, man, I know uh, you've got family there. You've got some delicious... Uh, what flavor vodka one more time? It was mango vodka. And we also got coconut tequila. We got a, a assortment of Crown Royals downstairs, um, and a wine refrigerator full. So, Seriously? yeah, you're sitting pretty, man. Uh, you know what? So we, I, I'm not gonna say I'm an alcoholic, but I'm not gonna say I'm completely sober. I like to enjoy. You know, at the end of the day, I like to come home, pour a glass of something on the rocks, put my feet up. And just decompress for about an hour, you know. Wait until I get like what I like to call the warm and fuzzies, oh, and then yeah. I just stop drinking. Yeah, and then you know I'll go either I'll hang out with the family, and then I'll go play a couple of rounds of video games, or I'll go downstairs, bang on a drum set. 
Um, Do you smoke? Um, no, I don't because of my job. Uh, you work at the Lakewood one. Is that where Jared's at? No, I work actually for the state of Colorado. I work at the uh, Department of Corrections. I had a customer on the phone the other day that was uh, working at the prison that old Jared's at. I'm like, listen, man, uh, my mom is a true crime aficionado. He's like, all right. Mm-hmm. And Jared's there? And he's like, oh, yeah. Is he getting his uh, foot long every day? He's like, oh, yeah, he's getting his foot long every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we had the likes of James Holmes there. Oh, we've had no. we had the guy that uh, killed his family up north. Oh, I can't that, remember that his piece name. of Christopher shit. Wong. That oh, yeah. dude, did you see that fucking documentary where they showed the police footage and he's faking it? Oh, Jesus, man. Oh man, it. And you know what? And here's the thing. So I've actually talked. You're cut. You're you're cutting out again. You've actually talked to him. Uh oh. Wait a minute. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, there we go. You've actually, so yeah, you've actually talk- talked to the guy? Yeah, I talked to him, and he's a fucking putz. He's not going to make it. He's going to get taken advantage of, used, and abused throughout the system. He he sees that. I mean, have you ever seen that, that really quiet, geeky kid that always sat in a corner and mumbled and just... And walked with a slouch everywhere he went. Oh yeah, until that, he until he meets the guy that's like, I want you, I like you, and I'm gonna have that ass. No, he is that he is that guy as an adult, and he's just that slumped over, geeky, just just shell of a human being, just with a beard. And oh. he's, he's 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 not gonna make it being housed around. Actual criminals. Now, here's the difference. I'm gonna let you in on something. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So there is a different hierarchy in prison that there is in civilian world, regular world, real right. life world. All right. Uh, of course, we all know that they don't like child molesters. All right. Child molesters are on the bottom. Yeah, on the bottom of the list. They don't like child molesters. Just above child molesters are rapists. Right. You know, they they deal with rapists, but they don't like them. Right. But what's worse, I mean, was on the bottom of the bottom of the barrel are white or white criminals is what they call them. Now, white criminals are the guys. IRS, cheaters. No, uh -uh, no, no. The guys that are like James Holmes that had everything that they ever wanted in life, went to college, could have been somebody. Could have done something, could have had bank, but decided to do something dumb to come to prison. That's the bottom, bottom of the barrel. Because you actually lived a life and had opportunities to be something, and you squandered it because you wanted to be a dumb shit. That's the bottom, 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 bottom of the barrel. Not the guy that had to struggle, that had to go and rob a bank so he can feed his family. No, that guy will get respect because he had to do what he had to do, but he just got caught up. Yeah. But that guy that had a college education that could have been somebody who did something but wanted to kill his wife and kids for a mistress? Ooh. He had a home. He had a career. He had money. He just got caught up with a side piece? Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's, there, people like that 
will never make it in prison. Well, hopefully the state's got enough money for those extra depends for that gaping asshole he's going to be having by the time he's 40 years old. Um, but, well, that is if, if they make it past suicide watch, you know, because the chances are that they're going to kill themselves. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but they, that's, that's, that's their outcome in prison. They, they're never going to see a life sentence. They're going to end up killing themselves. Well, let's just, let's just leave it on, a, uh, on that subject on an old southern phrase. God bless his heart. <laughs> Not many people yeah. know that. <laughs> Not people know that. It means go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> now yeah, it does. Now you've got a match coming up—a new era as we wind back into the real fucking world where shit matters, and we're talking about superheroes. By the way, the whole reason minefields exist is because comic books and wrestlers go hand in hand. And we've got Mr. Damian Payne on the line here. How do we find you? But before we get how to find you, who are you up against? I am up against that jive turkey Jason Knoll. Let me tell you, we used to be friends. We used to be cool. You know, and then something switched in that ring, and then he just started going left. You know, and he, instead of being that crowd favorite guy that you could depend on, you know, that that wrestler that you will take your kid up to shake his hand yeah. after a match, now you're just wanting to avoid him like he's the COVID glove of Michael Jackson or something. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is, is that he's selling drugs to the community in your Black Dynamite. Exactly. Oh, my God. You know Black Dynamite? <laughs> no, I've, I've watched. I've, I've, I've watched like the Earth. The the. the I, I know Black Dynamite. The um, I was trying to describe it to my friend the other day. Like he said, there was a race war where they were racing cars, and this car was named Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit was who played Cat. One of the chicks that played Cat. Well, the black woman played Catwoman. But but it's it, it it's Kit like Knight Rider, and, and like yeah. Eartha Kit, you're a cold dead pussy, and there's only one way to. Restart a cold dead pussy, and that's with a slow jam. <laughs> uh, that, that used to be my anime series, man. That, that, oh, I love Black Dynamite and Afro Samurai. Those used, used to be my used to be my jam. Oh, dude, they're <laughs> always gonna be the jam, man. Like, he's exactly. like, who's training mission is this? It's yours, Daddy. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got a match with Jason Nolan. I'm I'm hoping I can. Snap him back. I'm going to teach him a thing or two about a thing or two and, and bring him back to reality here because the path that he's taken, you know, I can't I can't let him go down because I, I, he's, he's still my homie. But, you know, sometimes friends got to fight. They do. You know, um, and I'm just going to have to take him down. And on top of that, it's for the 5280 title. At one point in time, a new era, I had the championship title and the 5280 title. But they would not let me hold two titles at the same time because they're like it's unrealistic for you to defend two mat two titles in one mat in one night. You're going to lose, and we want you to have the best outcome you can. So I was just like, all right. So I relinquished the 5280 title. But Damien, he sells yeah. drugs to the community. <laughs> I like to say, let's be politically correct. He is a street pharmacist. <laughs> You're killing me, man. Tell us how we find you on fucking Instagram and shit. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I limit myself to Facebook. I say Facebook and YouTube. 
Uh, I don't have an Instagram. I don't have a Tweety um, and all that other stuff. I'm, you got to understand, man, I'm old. I'm old school. I, it took people. It was like pulling teeth on a duck to get me to get on Facebook. So, well, it's just Facebook. Uh, I do have a page on Facebook called uh, War Dogs Area of Operations. Is where I keep people posted on, you know, new era happenings. So you could definitely go there to find me. Well, it's about to happen, and we got Mr. Damian Payne. It, it has been an absolute pleasure. I haven't left this start in a long time. <laughs> right on is what I do. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to sign off, find him off, uh, whatever page, his OnlyFans. I'm sure he's got an OnlyFans. He's pretty enough. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. Uh, it's my charming smile and my award-winning personality this is a minefield recording this is dangerous and this transmission is over don't hang up